Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Now, a big weekend of footy. Obviously, the Sydney Roosters and the Parramatta Eels bowing out of the 2021 season. And it's someone from the Roosters I want to touch on. Josh Morris, of course, played his last game of first grade rugby league. It has been an unbelievable career and it brings down the end of a pretty impressive uh, era as far as this family goes between Josh, Brett and Steve some unbelievable numbers, just incredible. Now, let's start with Steve. Now, he started his career in 1979. Now, it should be noted, in 1978, he was playing for the Dapdo Canaries. He was the halfback. Now, Dapdo, it's about an hour and 15 minutes south of Sydney. Uh, you can imagine 1978 country football, very different to what it is now. But he was picked in the New South Wales side, and I believe he was also picked in the Kangaroos side from his DAPTO team, so not playing in the NRL, an incredible effort. The St. George Dragons signed Steve Morris for the 1979 season as their halfback. Now, he goes on to win the Dally M Player of the Year in 1979. They go all the way to the grand final. They take on the Canterbury Bulldogs. The big clash was Steve Morris against Steve Mortimer. The two halfbacks going at each other. They really went at each other hammer and tongs. Steve Morris made an unbelievable... I think, actually, sorry. Steve Mortimer made an unreal tackle on Steve Morris. These names are too similar for me. Uh, but the St. George Dragons, they actually won this grand final. And guess who was the man of the match? Uh, you guessed it. Steve Morris. So his first ever season in first grade rugby league he wins the Dalian player of the year he wins the Clive Churchill medal and they win the grand final an unbelievable effort coming up against one of the best halfbacks we've ever seen and keep in mind as well this is 1979 up against the Canterbury Bulldogs they would go on to dominate the 1980s along with the Parramatta Eels so an incredible effort and it should be noticed that Steve Morris obviously had that unbelievable season 1979 he did just about everything you could possibly do uh, in the seven jersey he then moved to the wing and 
over the next 10 years or so, he's the Dally M Winger of the Year twice. He's the Dally M Winger of the Year 1984 and 1987. An incredible knock. Uh, played 247 first-grade games in the NRL. He scored 122 tries, so almost a try every two games, considering he played the vast majority of his footy in the 1980s. I mean, that's a pretty good effort. If you have a look at Steve Morris's career... You know, the first two seasons he was playing halfback. He scored 14 tries and 11 tries. 1981, he only scored nine tries. Outside of that, in the first nine years of his career, he only scored under 10 tries once, which is an incredible effort. Very, very impressive. 1987, he makes the move to the eastern suburbs, to the Roosters, and plays a couple of seasons there. He actually retires in 1990, so he played for about 11 years. Of course, won a Dally M medal in his first season. 1979 was the last year, or sorry, 1980, I should say, was the first year they also handed out Dally M positional awards, so he just missed it by one year, but obviously being the Dally M medalist, he would have been the Dally M halfback of the year in 79, and within a couple of years, he's the Dally M winger of the year. An unbelievable effort. He played 28 games in 1983, scoring 19 tries. Uh, It's just sensational. He backed it up in 1987 as well when he was actually playing for the Roosters. And crazy to think that Steve Morris, he made his debut for the St. George Dragons. And, you know, 20-odd years on, in 2006, you've got Brett and Josh making their debut for the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Just unbelievable. Josh made his debut in 07, Brett in 06. But... Crazy to think that all the these three guys from the same family, father and two sons, all made their debut for the same club. Even scary to think their last games in first grade, Brett Morris's last game in first grade was for the Sydney Roosters in that game against Newcastle. And of course, Josh Morris, he played the last game of his career on the weekend against the Manly Seagulls. Steve Morris, he also retired in 1990, playing for the Roosters as well. So all of these careers started in the same spot. And all of these careers ended in the same spot, which I think is incredible. You think about the amount of awards these guys won, just their father alone. There's a Clive Churchill medal. There's a Dally M Player of the Year. And there's two Dally M Winger of the Year awards there. And there would have been a Dally M Halfback of the Year as well, if given that honor. The other thing to notice about uh, Steve Morris here is that 1979, he was the best halfback in the game. He was the best player in the game. So he would have been the Dally M halfback that year. You have a look at the list of Dally M halfbacks that win it in the 10 years after that. Kevin Hastings wins the next three in a row. 1980, 1981, 1982. Peter Sterling wins it in 83 and 84. Greg Alexander wins it in 85. Peter Sterling wins it again in the next two years, 86 and 87. So for the... What is it? There's eight years after he wins it. There's only three dudes that win it. Hastings, Sterling, Brandy. That's it. Incredible. 1988, Langer wins it. 1989, it's Greg Alexander again. And the 10 years after that, I think there's only four guys that win it, which is just unbelievable. So a champion effort for Steve to win that award in his first season in the NRL. And he, of course, goes on to play in the grand final and be the man of the match in that as well. I mean, Josh and Brett had incredible careers, but I think it is very underrated just how good Steve was. A guy that obviously represented the Kangaroos. He only played one game for the Kangaroos in 1978. So he actually didn't play for the Kangaroos once he got into first grade, which is pretty crazy to think about. He only played the one game when playing for the Dapto Canaries. Uh, Played a couple of games for New South Wales, 1984 and 1986. Uh, But, you know, probably didn't have the greatest rep career when you look back on it. But especially for St. George, 
180 games for 102 tries is an incredible effort. 122 tries in a career is unreal. And, of course, as we said a couple of years later, Brett and Josh would make their debuts. Brett Morris, funnily enough, he featured in the 2010 Grand Final, which I think we all remember for Dean Young and Craig Young. Now, Dean Young was a crucial part of that premiership-winning side. I've heard... I had Jamie Soward on the other day, and I can't remember, I think we were talking about Sam Burgess, and we are talking about how he's one of those guys that when you see him put his jersey on in the change room, you just know you're going to win. And Jamie Soward put Dean Young in that category, and not one that I would have predicted there, but Dean Young is just held in such high respect by his former players, the guys that he played along with. And I remember the, the narrative in 2010 when the Dragons won was that Dean Young was in that side. Craig Young was the... Uh, was the captain of the last side that won in 1979, a 31-year wait. It should be noted that Brett Morris was on the wing and his father was the Clive Churchill medalist in that game. So the captain and the man of the match in the 1979 grand final, the last time the Dragons won a premiership, both of their sons featured in the 2010 premiership winning side, which is just crazy to think about. It's funny how these things do happen in rugby league. Brett played a number of games for the Dragons, 169 games for the Dragons, scoring 112 tries. Unbelievable. 10 more tries than what his father scored for the club in a few less games, but incredible. Then moved to Canterbury, 68 games, 34 tries there. Still a a try every two games. And then, of course, moved to the Roosters, where he played 39 games. At age, what, 34 onwards? He scored 30 tries. An unbelievable strike right there. And he was injured halfway through the season where, dare I say, it's, it was easier to score tries than ever. You look at how many tries Ikevalu and the right winger has scored for the Sydney Roosters this year. I think he potentially could have got 40, you know, f- finished with 40 tries this year if he played the season out. Not this year, sorry. His time at the Roosters, without a doubt. So, an incredible record, Brett Morris. Obviously played a heap of games for New South Wales. 15 caps, 18 games for Australia. Should be noticed, Brett Morris, 18 games for the Kangaroos, scoring 23 tries only losing one game, an incredible effort there. Similar in state of origin, good strike rate, 15 games, four tries, obviously played through a really tough era for the New South Wales Blues from 2010 to 2017. They only won one series in that time, so a really grim time for Brett Morris to come along, but an unbelievable career. Josh, very similar, debuted in 2007, played his last game in 2021. Josh is the one out of the three of them that played the most games, 325. The only one out of the three to to break into the 300 club, so a sensational effort there. Josh obviously bounced around with a number of clubs, started at the Dragons, moved to the Bulldogs. I think people forget he played 200 games to Canterbury, 217 games altogether for 103 tries, so he scored 100-plus tries at the Canterbury Bulldogs, who, of course, his father Steve beat in the grand final in 1979. Funny how these things happen in rugby league. He then moved to the Cronulla Sharks for those one or two, about one and a half seasons. Funnily enough, Steve Morris, he played the Bulldogs in that grand final. The last game Steve Morris ever played was against the Cronulla Sharks. Josh spent a season and a half there. Still did well. 25 games for 15 tries, a really good knock. Then moved to the Sydney Roosters for the 2020-2021 season. 37 games, 20 tries, so scoring more than a try every two games. 158 tries for Josh, 176 for Brett, and 122 for Steve, their father. Unbelievable that these three guys have combined for more than 400 tries. It's almost 450 tries. That is simply 
incredible. What a family in rugby league they have been. And, you know, I obviously wasn't alive to see Steve's career play out, but I imagine that there was very little off-field trouble for him as well, none that I'm aware of. Josh and Brett have just been role models their entire career. It's unbelievable. You look at this family combined. It's actually crazy to think that Brett Morris never won a Dally M Winger of the Year award. That has blown me away. But, I mean, Josh, he was Dally M Centre of the Year twice. His dad was Dally M Halfback of the Year once and Dally M Winger twice. So between these two, between Josh and Steve, they've got five Dally M Positional Awards between them. That is just unbelievable. Add in a Clive Churchill medal. And I'll tell you what, I'll go into bat here for a second with Brett. If you go back and watch that 2019 grand final, the premiership that he wins against the Canberra Raiders, mate, re-watch that and have a look at Brett Morris during that game. He was unbelievable. I know a lot of people feel that Jared Rhea Hargraves was robbed because he was told he was going to get the Clive Churchill and Jack White and got it. But go back and watch the game that Brett Morris played. And if you watch what Brett Morris did, You'll notice why Jack Whiten got the Clive Churchill medal because he had the perfect kicking game all night. He put it on a 10-cent piece, landed it a metre out from the try line all night, and they were targeting Brett Morris's edge. And if it wasn't for him, I think the Raiders probably scored three more tries down that edge. Go and watch it again and just watch Brett Morris. He was a guy that definitely could have got man of the match in that game. He was unbelievable. These three, though, over the last 50-odd years, it's almost 60 years, it has just been incredible to watch these careers unfold. The one about Steve Morris, how his career started, still blows me away. I think he is criminally underrated in our game and how we remember how his career played out. Obviously, it's a long time ago, so we forget. But imagine going from park football on the south coast to a year later being the Dalian medalist in the NRL going all the way to a grand final not only winning it but being the Clive Churchill medalist in the same year it's something that we don't talk about it should be noted it wasn't called the Clive Churchill medal back then it had some other name I can't remember what it was but it was the equivalent of the man of the match it was the something award the something medal I can't remember the exact name of it but just unbelievable what Steve Morris did in that first year. To go from Dapto to being the best player in the game is just crazy. And then, of course, to move out to the wing. That's what it was called, the Dave Brown medal. It was called the Dave Brown medal as the best player in the grand final before we called it the Clive Churchill. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Uh, Roy Masters, his coach, moved him to the wing, and of course he went on to be one of the best wingers we've seen as well. Just unbelievable. Played in another grand final in 85. Scored the only try in that game that they unfortunately lost. Dalian winger of the year in 84 at the Dragons and 87 at the Roosters. So even changing clubs didn't slow him down. Unbelievable player, Steve Morris. And, of course, his two boys, they went on to be, you know, one of the best wingers we've ever seen, without a doubt, and one of the best centers we've ever seen. I think Josh Morris is the best offensive center I've ever seen. The number that he did on uh, Greg Inglis in State of Origin for a number of years was unbelievable. There's a tackle that he makes. We actually spoke about this on the podcast a couple of months ago when he first, and a few weeks ago, when he announced this would be his last season where he's injured on the sideline. He's done. The physio says to him, I think you've done your ACL. And he gets up and he runs 40 meters to tackle GI because he knew his team was short. Really just sums up what State of Origin is about for me. 
three absolute champions. Steve obviously retired a long time ago, 30-odd years now, but a sensational career he had, extremely underrated. Brett and Josh, the two two of the best players at what they do our game has ever seen, consistent as all hell. I think both are so good off the ball that you forget you know, just the accolades of how many tries these two guys scored. All three of them went 100-plus tries, and Brett and Josh, more than 150 tries. Josh cracking 300 games as well. Unbelievable. When you add up all the games that these guys played, my God, you're almost looking at about 700 games, which is just phenomenal. You're actually looking at close to 900 games, which is mind-blowing between these three across 40-odd, 50-odd years of rugby league. Incredible stuff from the Morris family. I believe there's another younger brother who's coming through the junior systems at the moment, but I could be wrong. So hopefully we get to see more of the Morris boys in the future. Another one to add to this impressive record. I'm not sure the father and son combination, the Morris boys, aren't the best we've ever seen, to be honest with you. What Steve achieved, the awards he won, the accolades he won in different positions, and then you could pass it on to Brett and Josh, who were both two of the best guys we've ever seen in their respective positions. Very hard to argue. Two of the most prolific try scorers we've ever seen, and two guys that played 250-plus games, Josh playing 300-plus games against across a number of clubs. Simply incredible. Even scarier to think that Steve made his debut with the Dragons played his last game for the Roosters. Brett and Josh both played their first games for the Dragons and their last games for the Sydney Roosters. I love how Rugby League does this sometimes. It is just unbelievable. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.